one and we are recording with miss clara lopez and you were the last episode i did before i went on vacation up to see family got back a couple days ago and was violently ill with the flu or something you can see all around my eyes all the burst capillaries from throwing up even when you really throw up and your capillaries burst around your eyes and yeah that so that's a nice visual oh that's awful i'm so sorry but uh got some sleep last night went to the gym today feeling that uh feeling those fourth of july hamburgers on my stomach as i'm doing reps i can feel jiggling so (laughs) uh, that's inspiration to get back at it but um I'm a I'm a little rusty. This is the first podcast in twelve days, so luckily for us, it's a short one. But just jump into it. Uh, Shinzo Abe being assassinated. Yeah. So um, you you may have seen uh, the new op-ed piece that I wrote for my Newsmax blog, um, and it's it's about the assassination, and it came out. Um, uh yesterday it's called abe's death heightens china threat to taiwan and when i first heard about the assassination this is the end of last week um i was immediately reminded of what happened right before 9 11 and uh, this is what i write in the article folks may recall that just a couple days before the attacks of 9 11 september 11 2001 um, a, uh, a, a, a senior leadership figure of the Afghan opposition forces to Al-Qaeda and the Taliban named Ahmed Shah Massoud was assassinated. And what happened is that the Iranians, who of course orchestrated, uh, directed, uh, executed uh, the attacks of 9-11 together with Al-Qaeda, um, recruited a couple of uh, um, Al-Qaeda operatives, um, North African background, recruited them in Brussels, Belgium, and uh, trained them and uh, transported them uh, and, and equipped them with a bomb, uh, a suicide bomb uh, that was uh, hidden inside of a camera as these two posed as journalists doing an interview with Ahmed Shah Massoud. And uh, he, he was killed. Um, and uh, I think they both were too, I believe. Um, but what that did is, is took off the battlefield um, a very important figure who would have led what was called the Northern Alliance um, of, of Afghan forces fighting already against Al Qaeda and the Taliban. But knowing, Iran, of course, knowing what would happen on 9-11, because they orchestrated the whole thing, um, realized that, that uh, you know, his leadership, you know, key leadership um, needed to be removed uh, before the attack because uh, they fully expected, um, as happened, that, that U.S. and NATO forces would respond and would attack uh, al-Qaeda and Taliban in Afghanistan after 9-11 which of course is exactly what happened. And they wanted Ahmed Shah Massoud off the battlefield. They didn't want his uh, leadership, his charisma, his, his abilities um, to, to be in the mix. Well, that reminded me 
um, of that when I heard the news about Shinzo Abe, Japanese former prime minister being assassinated end of last week. And, and I think um, that having him taken off the scene uh, before what could be uh, a Chinese invasion of Taiwan and further, um, if, if we all recall, I think we talked about it here with you, mm -hmm. Tommy, on the show, the uh, May 14, 2022 uh, leaked audio tape out of Beijing, where a bunch of CCP, Chinese Communist Party, um, and PLA, People's Liberation Army officials met um, to discuss uh, administrative details for moving China from peacetime to a wartime footing um, about the invasion of Taiwan. But in that recording, it wasn't just about uh, invading Taiwan. It was about clearing the entire South China Sea of uh, US and any other allied vessels, naval vessels, shipping. And that of course would include members of the Quad, the so-called Quad, that's um, India, Japan, US and Australia. Um, and would of necessity um, indicate basically a much larger offensive. And Shinzo Abe had been speaking openly and widely. He's, he's a founder, uh, was a founder uh, and leader of uh, the um, Japanese um, Liberal Democratic Party, the LDP, which by the way, just won a landslide in the parliamentary elections that were not postponed after his, his killing. They mm. were held and the LDP, his party won an overwhelming majority uh, in the Diet, that's the Japanese parliament. Well, Shinzo Abe, on behalf of the LDP, he was speaking at, at, a, at a campaign event uh, for that party when he was killed. Um, but in those, those various appearances and other speeches he made over at least the last year longer, um, he very clearly stated that an attack by Beijing on Taiwan would be viewed, must be viewed as a national security threat to Japan itself. And that Japan must respond in such case um, to defend Taiwan as well as its own islands. And if you think about the geography there, um, the, the islands of Japan are tucked up uh, right uh, against in an island chain, uh, including others, uh, against the Asian mainland uh, not far off from uh, North and South Korea, and then extending south uh, along the Asian uh, landmass or, you know, co uh, coastal area, uh, and then just south of the, the, the southernmost of those Japanese islands is Taiwan. So you can see why they would um, be very concerned about, you know, a Chinese invasion of Taiwan, as well as open admission of intent to sweep the South China Sea. So this is what Abe had been talking about um, and, and openly trying to urge Japan uh, to move to um, a more robust, maybe we should say, um, military posture, military readiness. Since World War II and understandably, uh, and in the constitution of Japan written under uh, the guidance of um, uh, General Douglas MacArthur, um, Japan promised to uh, have only a national defense force and very much minimized um, it, it, at that. Well, Abe seeing the rising threat of an aggressive 
um, uh, CCP was urging Japan to move beyond that earlier, um, you know, um, character for the for the for the sure. uh, uh, defense forces and 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 make them more robust. Um, and um, in response, I'm looking here at the at the quote that I have in my article here. Um, the Chinese um, responded aggressively to Abe speaking on these things. And in uh, December of uh, 2021, so just um, you know, seven, eight months ago, Chinese foreign ministry spokesman Wen yeah, Wang Wenbin warned, quote, anyone who dares to return to the old path of militarism, meaning Japan, and defy the limits of the Chinese people will face a bloodbath. But okay. Abe did not heed that warning. He continued to speak out. Um, and, you know, we shall see the outcome of uh, what's certain to be a very intensive investigation of, of his assassination. But um, whatever that result may be, I, I, I don't think there's any question um, this was an assassination by the CCP. That's and as I, I, as I said, it, uh, one, one last point here that um, occurs to me, it's what, what the military would call uh, preparation of the battlefield, as yeah. as happened in Afghanistan before 9-11. In, in my opinion, that's that's what that was about. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was that? You said in Afghanistan before 9-11? Right. Preparation of the battlefield. In other words, taking out Ahmed Shah Massoud in advance of 9-11, prepared the battlefield to come after 9-11 when the U.S. and gotcha. NATO forces would invade gotcha. Afghanistan. So that's what my final question was going to be is then is this was this state sanctioned or not? And it's we don't know for sure, but it a sure whole other, looks that way. There's that's because that's a whole nother that's a whole nother uh, bag of burritos or something, whatever however the hell the saying goes is. But like don't, don't, don't talk about tacos. Some that somebody got in big trouble for that this morning. Really? <laughs> the the uh, the uh, president's uh, wife, the first lady, Jill Biden. Um, was speaking, I guess, to an audience of um, Hispanic voters. And uh, she said something to the effect she was trying to be, I guess, complimentary of, um, you know, Hispanic communities in the United States. And she said something to the effect of them being as unique as your breakfast tacos, which did not go over well. Christ almighty. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's like Hillary Clinton having that was the bottle of hot sauce in her purse. Pretty she, bad. Whew. All right, we won't talk. Won't, we don't use tacos, but it's a whole other thing when it's just an assassination. Versus, you know, is it Lee Harvey Oswald or are there uh, more insane implications? You know, is it nine eleven? Is it a Saudi a Saudi state? Is it on and on and on? You always have the lone gunman or the whack job or the whatever, and then you have to wonder: Are these just is someone pulling the puppets because there are such things as lone gun like there, there, well, there could be there could be I, I i really don't think that's the case in neither in do this i situation. i'm just playing devil's advocate um and um japan as, as as your listeners may know um is one of the most gun restrictive yeah. countries on the face of the earth it's did illegal the, to own a gun did you see the picture that's it's like, homemade, some kind of a homemade firearm with a couple double barrels taped together. I think it has eight barrels. 
it, over yeah the more were found i guess at his residence wherever he lived um so it's very much a homemade device and and definitely you know uh personal security around abe slipped up very badly to let this guy get as close as he got to uh the former prime minister uh in order to fire this device that at him insane yeah no they found an even bigger one in his home yeah yeah the one he's the one he's holding is is you know kind of it, it appeared on uh, uh you know in the media yeah, yeah. it almost kind of looks like a photographer's thing um but there's but that even... he was allowed to get that close you know to the, the the former prime minister um was a real failure of abe's security team yeah well then so is that is then is that an inside thing are there infiltrators in there investigation will be very uh thorough i'm sure uh i can't find the picture of the eight-barreled one but um yeah it's it would be so that would just that would lead one to conclude that we are absolutely heating up towards uh a taiwan uh invasion of taiwan well i mean i think abe himself certainly believed that um and uh, that that is why he was so adamant in speaking out um, about Japan's national defense needs requirements. He would have been the one um, within a very fractious uh, democratic parliamentary system in Japan to unify not just his own party, the Liberal Democratic Party, um, but but broader uh, you know Japanese society uh, in in uh, the face of uh, Chinese aggression. He would have been the one to take the lead uh, within the Quad, for example. Um, and and he, he would have been a very, very significant figure um, in the defense of East Asia writ large against Chinese aggression. And now he won't be there anymore. And seeing as how we ha- still have 10 minutes left, though, would you like to comment on the 450 gigabytes of... Uh... Hunter Biden and his oh dear his, and his adventures. There are some images you just can't get out of your head. So, this hacker group, and I, I really don't know who they are. What's it called? Four Four Chan. Chan. It's more of a web. It's been around since like I was little. Okay, it's just a website. Well, I, I an don't amalgamation know who's of anonymous. It. It's, an, it's an amalgamation of tens yeah. of thousands of, of anonymous people. Okay. Well, somehow. Um, these people um, sort of uh, hacked into, I guess, the iCloud archive of Hunter Biden's uh, phone, right? It was the phone in this case, right? And um, began dumping image after image after image, including videos, onto the internet. And of course, this has set, um, you know, the news world and media world abuzz. And um, it, it, it's, it's really, it, it's, it's horrific stuff. But as, as some of the commentators last night on the news programs pointed out, uh, because of the images on, um, on, you know, on that dump, in that dump, um, you, you've got, you've got uh, what are clearly uh, prostitutes, hookers, um, uh, with, with, with photographs of themselves on an Amtrak train paid for by hunter biden and then there's the check image as well for that payment um 
transporting those hookers from one state to another state. So that is interstate transport for the purposes of prostitution, and that's illegal. So we're everybody waiting to see, you know, is there going to be a prosecution for what is very evidentially, um, you know, a, a felony, among other things. Like, I mean, some of the stuff, it's, I mean, it's all depraved. Oh, it's some it, of yeah. it, though, I look at it and I'm like, hey, depraved. But, you know, if there was just some random guy doing this in Baltimore, I, I wouldn't, I, I try to see my own biases. I'm like, yeah, it's a guy smoking crack. It's bad, but, you know. It's also illegal. It's all, well, illegal, illegal, sure. I'm just gonna mention. No, but, you yeah, know, I get it. You see, a, you know, he's guy, he's in a glass elevator with hookers and champagne. I'm like, I mean, that doesn't not look like something that one of my friends from college has done. Well, I mean, if if, if that's done locally with, with the prostitutes, that's one sure. thing. But paying for the interstate transport of those prostitutes, that's the felony. Yeah, but what I want to say is it, it kind of makes the shift from like a, a wild weekend in Vegas, drinking in the elevator, not wearing your pants. Okay, not my cup of tea. But I know some I have some wild friends. It gets weird when it's yeah, it's counting it or it's weighing the crack and there are that what too, look yeah, like yeah. underage girls there, or one girl with like a bag over her head, and he's wearing a he's wearing a sweater that says youth counselor. And he uh, he has his dad in his phone as Pedo Pete. And it's like, dude, what in I, I get inside jokes. My dad's in my phone as old man. Okay, I'll give you that. Pedo Pete, his name. That's maybe if his name was Pete, maybe you could pull, be like, yeah, I'm just fucking with the old man. Pedo Pete. I mean, but it makes me think, just like you know, was this a random assassination, or are there deeper machinations? I can't help but feel like this was, in a way, some sort of attack on Biden. It's not as open as an assassination. And I know now that I've said assassination and Biden in the same word, I'm probably gonna be visited by the FBI. But you mean the images yeah, it uh, seems hacked like, into by by this group. Hacked. It seems a little more like an opponent of his would be like, why don't you just put those out there? Well, once they got a hold of them, I mean, for sure they were going to publish them, uh, you know, no question. Um, but but it does go back, you know, to so many um, uh, other uh, elements of, of, this, of this whole story um, on the Hunter Biden laptop, um, uh, the testimony of somebody like a Tony Bobolinsky, um, you know, all, all of the uh, indicators, the research, intensive research done, incredible by Peter Schweitzer, for example, um, there is so much there that directly implicates uh, Joe Biden and other members of the family yeah. in what certainly look like alleged uh, criminal uh, activity. Um, all of these, what do they call them? Suspicious activity reports, um, banking reports uh, submitted to the D U.S. Department of the Treasury when banks uh, you know, saw a red flag with with a Hunter Biden um, banking transactions, over 150 of them, unheard of number. 
uh, all of these things taken together, um, I mean, the, the, the point is, this, this is not just one, you know, wayward son. Yeah. Um, this, is, this is a lot broader, uh, you know, issue than that, especially when his father, directly implicated, is the president of the United States. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, maybe it starts to make sense that we're sending the uh, strategic oil reserve a million here, a million there, balance, balance, billions of well, gallons. A million anywhere except to American suffering citizens. Of course, is wrong. But when that 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 oil is sent out of our strategic reserve to, to our enemies uh, of the Chinese Communist Party in which uh, Hunter Biden has a financial or had a financial interest, then there are more questions raised. Yeah, there are a lot of treasonous, seditionous <laughs> questions raised, but <sighs> I don't know. Part of me thinks we'll see something. Part of me doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. Seems SCOTUS is kind of walking around with a big stick lately. Maybe they're Maybe they're not done hitting shit yet. Well, I am encouraged uh, to end on an up note here today, um, encouraged by the recent decisions um, at the end of the, the term this year in June 2022, coming out of the Supreme Court with that five uh, justice majority, uh, which are, of course, Samuel Alito, Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney, Coney Barrett, um, who together seem uh, intent upon rulings that are textually originalist based in the constitution. That is to say, um, for example, um, returning powers not enumerated in the constitution for the federal government, returning such powers where they belong to the states and or to the people. That to me is encouraging and I uh, I am looking forward to the next session uh, and and uh, de decisions that that will certainly be coming out of uh, that session to come. Absolutely. And uh, with that, Miss Claire Lopez, let's wrap this one up. I will put the links to all of your stuff in the description. Go check her out. Go follow her on Twitter. Go read her good stuff. And uh, until next week. Thank you, Miss Lopez. Take care. Thank you. Thank